Welcome, y'all, to Critical Clicks! Euro Clicks! Am my greatness! That there's nothing I can do to save you. Euro Clicks! Give it up for Jaws host, Lucas Van Holland. And Scott Cram Company Crampton. Hey guys, this is Lucas Van Holland, and here's my partner. Hey, I'm Scott Cram Company Crampton. Welcome to Critical Clicks, an adult podcast for the competitive HeroClix player, where we put the hard R rating in HeroClix. And we are once again joined by a very special person, me. And then we also have Az here. Hi, Az. Oh, hi. Hi, everybody. Hey, how's it going? It's going. Excited. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. So we are going to just do a fast episode here of ranking uh, the new primes. Prime ranking is big. Uh, everything, everything has changed. And this is an exciting time, honestly, to be a podcaster, if I'm being honest, because it can be tough to figure out what to talk about at times. Um, and now we have stuff to talk about. Uh, I am now looking up how to figure this out. Is it not unit type yet? It's, no. uh, I just I just did it. Give me a second. It is rare, not unit unit property. Unit property. Uh, so unit property prime. Uh, of course, you're using Claywood's HC realms or HC units. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Clay. Sorry, Clay. Hey, uh, this is why we cannot take paid sponsorships. And the only primes we have are from the sets that we have, which is four sets or sorry, seven sets. Yeah. It feels like four. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's, uh, modern thinned out, but it didn't thin out as much as I think people anticipated it thinning. Uh, still quite a few sets. Yeah, I was hoping Exoswords would go because I really don't like tarot cards. I cannot stress how much I hate tarot cards. Um, sometimes I'm wrong and sometimes I'm right. When I first heard that Small Master coming out, I was like, eh, I don't know. Um, and they're great. Uh, people love them. It's making the game more playable for people. It was just a good call all around. Um, when I first heard tarot cards were like, I'm like, I'd rather, I want, I want to die. I hate this. I hate the battlefield conditions so, so much. And, uh, I was right. I hate them. <laughs> yeah. Not, not uh, understanding tarot probably is one of the reasons why I lost in top four. Uh, I just, yeah. I just forgot my opponent had the, the prob card out because I've never played against it ever. Yeah, it is what it is. The right tarot, uh, you know, I I I lost a game uh, about half a year ago to uh, Jay uh, Jay Major, who is an amazing player. And please, if any, uh, as a note about Jay, he did get his car broken into. It's some bullshit. If anybody does see a bunch of his shit on eBay by a random person, um, it's it it feels like it had to be somebody in the community because they stole just hero clicks. And it's better to report it and be wrong than to not report anything. Yeah, um, please help him out. Um, he's such a good, like there's, uh, you know, everybody has positive and negatives, but that man contributes a lot to the community. He's always adding prizes. He sends stuff to other countries for free uh, just to help them out. So, uh, and nobody, nobody deserves that. So uh, please help out Jay if you see that. But Jay beat me with, by doing an extra, I think it was like 12 or no, it was, it was 15 damage, an extra 15 damage with one Psychic Blast Tarot card and two Carnage Surfers. Mm. Ridiculous. Yep. Like ridiculous. How, that is way too powerful. Um, well, yeah, it's, there's, there's, a, there's something to be said too about cards like that I was using for like Ace of Swords with uh, 2d6 on blades. Yeah. 
Like that shit, it's crazy. It is. I was also using that card. Yep. Uh, all right. So Azareth, you want to go from newest to oldest or oldest to newest? Let's uh let's go oldest to newest. I think that's actually gonna be faster. Okay, let's do it. Right, so Mad Jim, still a tier one play. Uh there is a lot less equipment, though. A lot less. As is Mad Jim not as playable just because there's not as many equipments. He's just as playable as he's yeah, always been. I if think not more. Just as good. If not more. Oh. All right. So I'm just going to do a very quick, very quick rattling off. So you have all the swords. There is still a lot of equipment because you have 20 swords. Uh, and 22. 20, sorry, 22. So there's two Muramatsas and there's two Mercies. Yep. Yeah. 22 swords. Uh, you have things that you don't necessarily want to put on, like the one that uh, I'm not going to remember the names, so don't you don't even fuck with me. Like Pogger Pog is great um, for Giant Reach 3 when it is, and then other times it's pointless. Uh, Miramasa Blade is must use or pointless. Um, and Miramasa Blade does get, a, am I agreeing that Miramasa Blade gets a big step up now? Yes. And yeah. As does Blackbone of Amduat. Yes, and Blackbone, another thing where you could be playing Blackbone and be boned. Uh, it could be yeah. just the spot. So, you or have swords like the must use thing. Speaking of speaking of like tarot cards and how you don't like them, yeah, the exploit card mm-hmm. with the Vermilion yeah. sword just says, "Okay, game's over." Yeah, absolutely. Right. Damage drop the yin yang. Yep. Uh, Skybreaker, uh, that is Kins situationally very, very good. Um, all the rings could, uh, like, it's tough. I feel like everybody's going to have two rings. Um, Symbiote at times might be really good. Uh, Boomerang, switching into that. I mean, maybe. Or did they rule that you can't? You know, you can switch into that, right? Yep. yep. It still starts. That's when the character becomes equipped with it. So, uh, um, there's not, uh, I have a feeling five points is going to be weird, but we cannot sleep on pumpkin bombs, energy explosion. And when they use it, three damages, if they, if the character can already use it, three damage to have two. Okay. Gauntlets. And shot gauntlets. Yeah. Uh, I think shot gauntlets is good, but not as good. I Obviously actually, less good with Scarab gone. Uh, I'm actually going to make a statement and say, looking at the options and stuff, slight slight tick down for him not a big tick down but just a slight one but he will tick up as more sets get released assuming that there's equipment there's no equipment in new set uh is there supposed to be equipment in ghost rider not i didn't see any notifications about yeah i didn't see that they said that um nimrod uh Uh, master mold is still legal yeah, Master Mold is illegal, so that's good. Um, Nimrod is a recruiter, so hypothetically, he can recruit Scott Porter. Yep. Yes. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Hasn't been generated uh, by a recruiter. Choose a character with a Sentinel keyword in your KO area that hasn't been chosen or generated by a recruiter. If you do generate a character with a Sentinel keyword from your sideline that has a lower point value than chosen character. So if he is alive and the first person dies, you get add uh, oh, everybody dies. You want to hear something hilarious? Master yeah. can make Scott Porters. Yeah, <laughs> and he can make multiple too. white shirt porters. Oh my god, it can! I, I just thought of that too. <laughs> you can just sit there and shit out porters all game, <laughs> and that's not even that hard either. With Master, no, they're twenty five points. How? how it's much his time first. It's it's like the first value on his on his factory dial. 
Yeah. All right. So like, let's talk on that because that is pretty amazing. Master mold factory dial for white shirt quarters and all the white shirt ones. That is the pulse wave one, right? Yep. <laughs> and prob with, with stop clicks. Um, so master mold is, uh, I mean, master mold is really good, right? We'd agree. Like he's better than he was because there's less options. Um, he still has mastermind, uh, not a lot of people to give it to, but he still does. All right. <laughs> Yeah, Scott Porter. Once per turn, when an opposing character takes damage from an attack, the attacker had the Sentinel and Robot keywords click this dial once. Friendly characters, Sentinel and Robot keywords can use the powers displayed in the factory dial, which means that Scott Porter can use the factory dial powers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so, um, how do you turn the factory dial? Uh, what are the times when it turns? When he hits leadership or a Sentinel and Robot hits an opposing character. So really, you would play a Scott Porter and him, uh, and when he hits with Pulse Wave, you turn the factory dial, and then you can make a new Scott Porter. So yeah. I'm actually like, you might need to talk me off the ledge here, but I'm wondering like if there's actually a, a way or a reason to play Master Mold at 200. And just crank out Scott Porters? Well, because he when he plays it at two hundred, he just gets turn his dial every turn, no matter what. Uh, so he starts on one every time he makes something. He starts on one, so it's every other turn essentially, unless somebody hits. So he'd be able to crank out. Is it power action to crank people out or no? Um, it is a power action. Yeah. Okay, but he's a colossal, so he heal. Uh, so he's almost going to always be able to do it, right? Um, is it only 200? It's just 200 that makes it like that. So it's really never 75 you would play him on. Yes. Yep. Factory dial once. Jesus Christ. It's on the factory dial. Yeah. If you paid 375 or 200 points for Master Mold, beginning of your turn, click this dial once. Uh, is it Sentinel and Robot keyword or is it Sentinel or Robot keyword? Okay. And, okay. So um, we're, I know we're down a rabbit hole here. Um, yeah, fuck the primes. Yeah, this is more interesting. Um, Nimrod the Greater, uh, when a friendly character with a Sentinel keyword is KO'd, give him a library token, free remove two library tokens, and choose an opposing character within range line of If he did, the chosen character can't use powers until Nimrod the Greater takes damage. That actually might happen pretty fast. Nope. Much faster than it would have without Porter. Yeah. Jesus. Do you now need to own four Porters? <laughs> More than that. Oh, my God. Four Porters and three Prime Nimrods. Ew. Imagine if, imagine if like, As wins Worlds next year, and there's, like, seven Porters on the map. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, like, for everyone, guys. All, uh, all the, uh, I like to, he, I don't know if anybody's a football fan, but he looked uh, like his hairline makes him look like Drew Brees. I don't Peyton that, Manning. He has Peyton Manning's forehead. Yeah, yeah. Peyton, Manning, Peyton Manning or Drew Brees' forehead. Uh, so what you have is Orcus soldiers um, who are Sentinel and robots. Feels like a stretch. They're not great. They're not terrible though for 25 points. If you really are trying to hit somebody, they're 11, they're 11 three with a, Seven uh, seven swing Omega Sentinel. Um, he sees through a lot. Um, Hundred point Nimrod the Lesser. I can't imagine playing that. Obviously, the Prime Nimrod you could definitely play. 
with a strategy. Um, and then Sentinel, do we like Sentinel at 30? Ugh. Doesn't look good. Uh, yeah, I don't it's think not great. I honestly but, think I'm just wanting to make Scott Porter's and Nimrod's. Yeah, wow. But the fact that Scott Porter is fast, yes. like one click faster, is really good. Wow. You have Phoenix Sentinels too at 75. Yeah, they'd be a, a worthwhile thought. Where are they? They're not the in Sentinel, they're the Connelly. Wow, they're not in. Uh, I'm on HC units. I click Sentinel. I can't find them. Troll down. They're past House of X. Oh, okay. Yeah, seventy-five. I mean, that is. It, I don't think that piece got better because Pegasus Cap just just destroys it so much. But, but if you could just make one, that's not bad. Oh yes, of course. I just feel like you're always going to be like, nah. I'll make a porter. Uh, unless you ramp up enough, then you're going to make a, net, a uh, Nimrod Prime, right? Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like it's going to be volume uh, because Nimrod Prime at th- uh, has a stop click and he's so good. He's so good for free. He's way too good for free. Um, Jesus, that's good. That doesn't even have to be on a theme team. I just want to be clear. Like, that could just be some nonsense you play because it doesn't, doesn't take that much work to do it. It just doesn't. The 25 point mini game. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. It's just yeah, you're right. And they have to run to you then, right? Like yep. and, and then uh, if they do, you just pulse wave them like nine times. Uh sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't hit yourself. Wow. I will say this Sentinel Prime might it not Sentinel Prime, I'm sorry. Um whatever uh Nimrod. Nimrod? No, not Nimrod, the guy with Master Mold. Master uh, Mold. Maybe in a way the new um scarab, even though they're completely different, they f- master mold will functionally make you run at somebody. Yep. Because I'm not gonna let you make a hundred I can't let you make a hundred Scott Porters. Um, I do think he's it's significantly better if you're already playing a Scott Porter. So I think it's Master Mold and Scott Porter, because then you have to either EE him or you just have to get around his, uh, you know, mastermind or whatever. And the mastermind card actually might be a playable thing on this because if you can range mastermind, you just can't do anything, you know, for a turn, you can't kill him for one turn. As we have shown with uh, legacy apocalypse ranged mastermind is real good. Yes, he is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. As any kind of pog generators, um, you can't mastermind to the constructs, but um, I'm just trying to think of other things. All right. Back into primes. <laughs> back to primes. But like, wow, I really, that is, so, I mean, Prime Nimrod's still a pretty tier one, right, then? Yeah. Great pulse wave power, perplexed for 35 points. Yeah. So, uh, off the top, those feel like a top five to me. Um Captain Britain Rogue is a never play. Agreed. Terrible. Agreed. Uh, Iska, terrible. Um, is Century better? Is Century, uh, like, is uh, is 50 point Century and this is, it just feels like you're not doing enough. Am I right? Yeah, if you if you find a reason to play the Super Air Century and you're not playing another Prime and you have five points remaining, then play the trait. But otherwise, yeah, Prime Century is a little lackluster. 
Yeah, it's tough. It's just so tough because it like, you know, you're really not playing him, playing him. What you're really doing is uh, you're hoping that, you know, if they hit them and then you get to play them and it's stop click and it's good, but whatever. Here's one of the coolest traits, though. Yeet a figure is hilarious. Yes, absolutely. When Sentinel hits with an uh, opposing character with a close attack with a roll of 10 or greater that that wasn't re-rolled by friendly characters, after resolutions, place hit character on, in any square. Um, so that's kind of cool, but it's not like build around. No, it's just, it's just cool. <laughs> um, Winter Hulk is pretty much a never play unless they really make a lot of awesome Winter Gardens in the future. So, um, Swordsman yep. never Winter yeah. Hulk gives adjacent friendlies poison. Yeah. There's something to be said about taxiing out and then generating like a bunch of pogs to give them. Yeah, poison. constructs, right? Uh, constructs. The issue yeah. with her is she has Battle Fury and she's expensive. So most of the, yeah, mostly we won't ever be seeing her played. Yeah. There's like, you start having to be like, but also Leech, <laughs> you know? And then yeah. uh, Swordsman's a never play. No. Nope. Um, I still love Invincible Ant-Man. I do too. <laughs> yes. Um, right with you. I don't know if there's going to be one of those things where like, like Fancy Dan, I love him. I talk about him all the time and there's never a team for him. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah, Baby uh, Legs is dope. Yeah, he also has Stark Industries, which means War Machine can come off. Um, He's also a detective for Scrappy-Doo. Detective for Scrappy-Doo. And, and for Mystery Cards. Yep. Um, so again, at the beginning of the turn, generate a robot bystander. Max four when Invincible Ant Man hits with a range attack. Gen- uh, after resolutions, generate a robot bystander. Free choose one. Invincible can use uh, use the chosen effects until he chooses again and protect a pulse wave. So he has protected pulse wave, super senses, and defense plus one. Or he has uh, modify attack and damage plus one, and he's normal sized. Um, yeah. So uh, then Pulse Wave, when you use it, you may choose to use it from a square that an ant occupied. If you do, uh, if there are three or more ant bystanders in the map, hit character dealt two damage instead of one. After resolutions, KO all robot average. So basic idea here is you carry an ant, a robot ant up with something that doesn't matter for some reason. And then you essentially Pulse Wave them in their starting area when you're in your own starting area. Yep. yep. And that's very good. And then you make an ant that poisons them in the, you know, in their starting area. I'm not willing to say he's top. I'm not willing to say he's top five, though. Uh, not yet. Uh, he, is, he is good. And I think you can find consideration, out. right? Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman. Holy fuck. I think she's amazing. She's just amazing. She's just absolutely amazing. She With could the Necrosword gone. She's finally playable again. Uh, yep. And, uh, also, I mean, she was playable before I had somebody play her and she's on a mission point team and that was very, very good. Um, God, she is, I, I really think the big thing for her is without Scarlet Witch. Yep. What the fuck do I do about her? Yeah. If, she, if you get the utility belt on shape change, double rollouts, 19 defense. So good. Yep. Um, one of the, uh, let's see. Yeah, no, I just want to say there's something, but no, there's nothing there really that like there's no super tricks other than she gets the Green Lantern thing and the um and the Batman thing. Uh I can't imagine she's not top five. Uh Batman is Batman top five. Um yep. he, 
I still, I don't know. He just, I don't know. Specifically for the reason that we talked about, if there's only like three other Green Lantern team abilities. Yeah, there's a very few Green Lantern team, team abilities. The most economic tie- actually. Um, the one of the best tie-up pieces ever. Basically, he can generate a smoke cloud, get plasticity, essentially guaranteed. Uh, and your opening turn, you have your if you clumped up your figures. Uh, Batman is carried up and now you just are in plasticity. What the fuck do you do? And you don't, there's no equipment that gives you plus, or well, I guess there's a warlock sword, warlock. And but the, there's no uh, common equipment that just says that. And Hey, good luck free carrying your venom magneto that doesn't exist to carry them out. And then, um, you know, free TK somebody that's gone. Uh, the only free TK left in the game that matters that's consistent would be 40 point Polaris, right? Yep. Yeah. So he is a trap piece. He's a good piece. Uh, Scarecrow is bad. He's actually bad, not just for a prime, but just like if he wasn't a prime. Yeah. He's <laughs> some of these figures. Yeah. Some of these figures you might play if they weren't primes, right? But Scarecrow, you wouldn't play even if he wasn't a prime. Uh, I, I would make an argument. You might not play Scarecrow at 40 points, not primes. <laughs> might be right. Yeah. yeah. Um, is Beast Boy better or worse? I think he's worse, right? There's a lot of really good animals, but the problem is, is the best animal right now is also a prime. So I don't know that you would play Beast Boy over him, and that's Camo. Yeah. A little bit, but so he's, he's good. He's He's good as an animal if you're not playing Camo because of Pegasus Cap. Mm-hmm. Okay, why? Because Pegasus Cap has animal. So if and you're looking at playing theme, like you probably can't fit Camo on that team, like the the multiple Pegasus Cap team. So Beast Boy just gives you more options. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think he's top five though. I, just don't, I, don't, I don't either. Green Goblin's an amazing example of would you play him if he wasn't a prime dancer? Very well, maybe yes, but playing he does, he, does prime, a, he has an insane power. Yes, that is too expensive and too inconsistent. Yeah, but the energy explosion that is blades <laughs> is about as insane, and he gets the three damage energy explosion if you want him to. Um, but you're just never playing him. Uh, it's so tough, but it, it shows you how incredibly competitive the prime spots are. So he's fun on a, you know, Sinister Syndicate if you want to play that. But if you are playing Sinister Syndicate, you're going to play Iron Spider. Yeah. Um, I think Iron Spider took a huge leap forward. Anybody disagree with that? I I was honestly baffled that I didn't see more of this guy at Worlds. Yes. Um, and his stock, I think, is only going to go up because of like the X Men and stuff that you're probably going to see. His effect to just turn off equipment blanket if he hits leadership is so unbelievably good. It is the reason why Scott and I won, um, in May for team. Yeah, is because yeah. of this guy. Um, because I I just hit leadership, turned off Apocalypse's blades, and then swung. With reckless abandon on him. Did PJ lose in our final round? Now, if you're here, yeah, he's a scrub. Yep. Yeah, this oh, Iron Spider is the reason we won. Yeah. And and like it's he is for thirty points having outwit, having leadership, shape change. Once he's engaged, he's got charge and flurry. 
He gives everybody Sinister Syndicate. So if you find another cheap 12 attack out there, which I'm sure with power creep, there will be one eventually. Yeah. He's, he's just, he's, he's insane. For me, I think the big thing that I really like is, um, yeah, I don't know who the 12 attacker is right now. Um, but I think what you're going to see a lot more of is the, um, you're just going to see so much more of the rings, right? And he makes a drop-off team possible because now 11 attack blades flurry, even in this kind of format, I'm like, I'll take that. Uh, drop-off 11 attack blades for flurry. And I think he makes that all worthwhile. And if they can't use their, you know, equipment, that makes it significantly even better. Um, but just sharing that, who is the highest attack piece? And not like the, that reasonably would be on team. I mean, what about playing him with green arrow? That's who I was just thinking of too. Yeah. I mean, uh, I know green arrow doesn't say scream drop off team, but what if you healed Batman? Yeah. I mean, it's a little inconsistent, but there's, there's definitely something to be said about it. I do agree with you. I think one can you heal Batman three or not realistically, you can't really heal him three on his flurry. Can you? Not when it's flurry, no. You'd have not to roll five or six on yeah. support. Yeah. Not unless he... Yeah, that probably doesn't work. He'd have to be equipped with something ridiculous, which would be the Carnage symbiote. Um, right? <laughs> or... Because then flurry is heal two, right? Or uh, seal uh, energy two, I think, right? That's the black symbiote. Black symbiote. That's the black one? Okay. Yeah, the, the, the red one is you right. heal... One for every tar- hit target. Oh, wait. No, I'm crazy. Yeah, he'd get it because all he has to do is kill something. So as long Necron's as he's kills- on the board, yeah. What's that? If Necron is still alive, yes. Yeah. So the assumption is this is an alpha, right? So Batman and then your prime being uh, your Batman runs, leaps across the board for free. Necron helps with that. So you got two and then you are carrying up some uh you're carrying up like some thunder cords or whatever the hell you want you what or some scott porters right and then the scott porters make a a free make a, a chainsaw free make a chainsaw and they're next to batman and now you have two flurry 12 uh, chainsaws that feels great to That's me yeah yeah i i like to nominate for top five i like to know oh, i 100 wouldn't wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't disagree sure. anyway Okay. Hey, um, I'm just accidentally clicked off of it. Uh, what do you? Uh, Prime Spider Man. Uh, I think Spider- is it number one. I'm, I'm just kidding. No, I don't think so. Uh, we'll we'll debate that, but no, I don't think he's number one. Is he? The Iron Spider. No, no Prime Spider. Um, I do not think he's number one right now, just because losing the Necro Sword makes him less desirable i think he's still insanely good there were people winning tournaments with him with the black symbiote equipped before you know nationals and worlds so that I, that part isn't going to change um he's more consistent with his rollouts he's still just a very solid figure i don't think he's the best prime in the game i think mad jim jaspers is probably the best prime in the game but i think that he's still very good all right and the next one kingpin which is unplayable why is Kingpin unplayable now? Because his only major capacity is for mission points, and he is not efficient enough on mission points to work. Fair enough. Um, he also used to be like, oh, what a brick. But I really do think that Cap- Pegasus Cap changes a lot of that stuff. 
Mm-hmm. It's a lot less rely on stock clicks kind of thing. Um, and a lot more now rely on the longevity of the dial and healing and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, that's why I think you do end up healing people like Batman because Pegasus can only hit for so much. And I think it becomes, I think it's a little bit less stock clicks and misses and a little bit more war of attrition is what I'm seeing. Could yeah, be we'll wrong that, but. Uh, Super Adaptoid is a character that does an insane amount of stuff, but still just doesn't feel like it's worth it. What was it? Um, unit property is what I'm looking for. Like, oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. unit property. Um, with Super Adaptoid, she's just a little too expensive for everything. Yeah, so close. God damn it. You know, like, just does a lot, does a lot, but not quite there. Um, Absorbing Man is the is the new prime that just goes on every team that doesn't have a prime. Right before it was yeah. destroyer, now it's just absorbing man goes on every team that doesn't have one. So he's he's just pretty good. He saw a lot of play at Worlds, yep, and for good reason. Um, and Worlds was my first like experience playing one with absorbing man, two with small maps. It is insanely easy to get him out with small maps. Sure is, especially when you have multiple characters. Yeah, uh, he he comes out real quick. I never once activated the ability to move the markers, and he was out every game. Mm-hmm. Or is probably unplayable now that Spiderling is gone. Um, he's just not consistent enough for his, how expensive he is. Uh, for those who don't know, Thor has Pulse Wave and he rolls doubles. He deals three damage to opposing characters when he, with the Pulse and Wave. And gives him X Men, and you can put Polaris on the team, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's still there, but like with Spiderling, you could just guarantee a crit hit Pulse Wave. Pretty much, it's it's not as consistent. I think he's just too expensive for a prime. Um, Hulk, we don't have the Hulk of Levitation anymore. But if you just have ten points remaining and don't have a prime slot, I can throw him on your team. You just um, yeah. There, there's nothing that would get grant him free move, is there? Just um, uh, just Dark Phoenix, which he doesn't count for his effect. Yeah, because he wasn't given the action. Yeah, that's true. So he did so, take a major step back. Yeah, he, uh, he he takes two turns to activate now instead of one. Yeah. Um, Iron, Iron Man, Man and Cap. So Iron Man, like I feel like he should be good, but the problem is, is he's a third of your build for only giving people a uh, flight. It yeah, doesn't feel that great. Bone. Like it feels good, but not really. Captain America. Lots of wit. I want to add him. This. Cap is really good. Yeah, he's so good. He's such a good attacker, but I think when we all do it out, it's not going to work out. Uh, Camo, uh, 110. fun. Yeah. Blaze calls playing steel energy when he moves before moving. You may place him adjacent to a friendly character within four squares. Uh, Moving is moving. Not Moving is not charging, correct? Well, you do move when you charge, but yep. yes. okay. when you activate charge, he goes to move. You get to place him first, and then do the charge. Yeah, and it's adjacent to a friendly character within four squares, so you're actually you can actually place up to five away. So hypothetically, if he had the, he could have moved six, like had it done a six side step with the cloak, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. At the beginning of your turn, generate a shark bystander. The shark bystander is good. Free choose a friendly bystander and move it up to its speed value. If the bystander has um, dolphin, you may make an attack stop, to double stock, like impervious super senses. I think he. Yeah. That was the reason we lost in top eight at Team Worlds because yeah, my opponent, my opponent, or Wes's opponent's camo 
Yep. Crit hit him three times. And we also got killed because of Camo as well. Yep. Uh, the the shark is like the most insane part about him, in my yeah. opinion. I still don't think, I think because of Pegasus Cap, though, I just don't think he's good enough. 110 points. Like, Pegasus Cap's real good against him. Yeah. What What would you rather have? Would you rather have, uh, um, you know, uh, Green Lantern? Necron oh. and Batman or Green sorry, Camo, Green Necron, Batman or Camo. Here's the thing. Camo outspeeds Captain America big time. He does. Like, way big time. They can only kill one of them. Sure. But he still outspeeds him big time. And it says and Cap only gets rid of defense powers on his attacks, not everybody. I hear you. So you just have so, to crack him once and then Cap kills him. But well, sure, but then you're still like he's still just a 19 all the time. He still has his shark. Like his mobility is really, really solid. And and depending on the map, you could TK him, charge, you know, the six square, you know, because his charge is effectively a a, a 10 square charge. He does. Hey, I feel like he's gonna run into stop sign and all that different stuff. He has super strength. Yeah, but he's still like he, he's not attacking the character yeah. that he wants. If, if if we're talking about double barreling deep, no, not talking about not... just getting next oh, sure. and being forced to attack that one um, because of the stop sign. I think it's just a lot into charge. Where if you're telling me, would I rather have Camo with a ten point equipment or three Pegasus caps? I I, I got to go three Pegasus caps. I don't think it's close. Um, but I added to scratch face. We'll talk about it. We'll, we'll rank these in just a moment. We're almost done. Um, Jokester has no, there is five primes in this set. Jokester, tragedy and comedy one perplex. He can use perplex up to three times a turn. <laughs> this is fucking crazy. Um, probability control and opposing character rerolls a roll or place the die roll after resolution that character. Uh, give that character an action token. You can't deal one pen. Um, and yet still probably no, right? Oh, I think he's insanely playable. Okay. I think he's very good. I, I think he's insanely playable. He covers he covers a lot of check marks for a team all by himself. Yep. And double, that's, yeah, that's an important um, I don't think you're going to write. I don't think he's going to make top five when we rank it. Uh, Talon, is Talon skippable or no? I haven't looked at these Talon. in a while. If you have any interest in playing assassins at all, Talon is a must play. Absolutely. The beginning of your game is a target. Um, for all characters of this trait, when a friendly character, oh no, it's the next trait, sorry. When a friendly character with the assassin keyword uh, attacks opposing character with a target token, they can't use defensive powers. Um, that's batshit fucking crazy. That's real that's, good. Yeah, that's real good. That's uh, why I lost in top eight of team because of Talon. Yeah, Talon's great. I mean, Talon's great. Um, I'm not going to add her to the scratch pad, though, unless people think she's going to crack top five. I think Talon, Talon plus Deadshot, I think, is something that cannot be ignored. Yeah, fair. Uh, others receiving votes. Um, scratch base. Raza Ghoul. I mean, You'll the never play is, over Talon. You'd never play him over Talon. And Omak Prime is just not good. I mean, sorry, she's good, but like not going to make the top five agreed if, if Omac had cosmic five. energy i would think that he's he's a contender for for play but because he is not cosmic energy i wouldn't play Omac. 
All right. Well, I like ending with lists. Uh, we have a list right here. Um, I'm going to share screen so everybody can see it. Uh, so you guys can see it. Um, and here is who we kind of picked out. Um, let's go. Let's try to figure out who the number one prime is. I'm still convinced it's Mad Jim Jaspers. Okay. Uh, we got to vote for Mad Jim. Um, as I'm voting Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Um, wow. And at this exact moment, um, I would be between Wonder Woman and Iron Spider. So I'd go Iron Spider. Uh, so do you guys, uh, anybody disagree with Matt Jim in the top five? Not at all. Not at all. Wonder Woman in the top five? Nope. nope. And Iron Spider in the top five? Nope. Nope. Okay, so those are three of the top five. I I don't think we need to rank them particularly um, and debate that. But when you're looking at your primes, now who's next? So I'm going to take them away. Uh, so there's Wonder Woman gone. There's Mad Jim Jasper's gone, and there's Iron Spider gone. We have Nimrod. Nimrod. We have Invincible Iron Man, Batman, Spider Man, Hulk, Captain America, Camo, Jokester, Talon. I think I think to help round out let's top pick, five. Let's, pick, let's each pick next. one to go. One that's just not going to be there. Uh, won't be there. What well, one that's not top five when you relook at the list? Oh, Captain America. Okay, I I can't. I, I Captain America is not going to make it for me either. So, no, I agree with that. I'm going to go Invincible Ant Man. I don't think he's going to be in top five. Wow. Am I willing to say that? Um, I don't think I'm willing to say that yet. Um, I would, I would submit Jokester. Oh, I, I disagree with you there. Okay, I, I don't necessarily right. think he that he's like. Gabby, t- like we got to pick. We got two left. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll submit Hulk. Anybody? I think Hulk's not no longer in the top five. That's fair. He takes two. Yeah. Oh my god! You, I'm so sorry. You we don't know. have Absorbing Man on here. Absorbing man got left off. <laughs> I, I I genuinely think that the next two are probably Spider Man and Absorbing Man. Um, I'm going to have I, I really have a hard time saying it's not. Um, Sp- uh, I really have a hard time saying it's not uh, Spider Man. Anybody not anybody here think that it can't? It's not Spider Man in the top five. I mean, I feel like nah. most it's number one. So all right, Spider Man. So in the last ones, you got. Um, uh, let's just, we're, let's go Nimrod. Let's go versus absorbing man, Nimrod versus absorbing man who wins absorbing, man. absorbing man, Nimrod versus invincible iron man and Ant-Man absorbing, man. absorbing man too. Yep. Uh, Spider-Man's already gone. Nimrod versus uh, absorbing man versus camo. I'm still and, on absorbing man for here. And overall usefulness. Yes. Absorbing man still take that cake. Jokester, absorbing. I, I personally believe this is where absorbing man loses. I think Jokester's that good. Wow. Okay. Talon, absorbing man. Absorbing man. Absorbing man. Okay. Batman, absorbing man. This is where I think absorbing man loses. I think Batman is really good. Okay. Hey, so if we were to make it right now, if you're playing, the correct answers are for the most part Batman. God, I really have a hard time saying jokester to be other uh, to be honest. Absorbing man. 
I think that there is, I'm going to make a new argument because the lists are arbitrary. I think there's a top four. I think it's Mad Jim, Wonder Woman, Iron Spider, Spider-Man. And then I think there's an others receiving votes that you're playing Absorbing Man if that's how it worked out on your team. You're playing Jokester if you have to need that specific thing. And you're playing Batman if you feel like you need to lock people down. But I don't think any of those are better than Spider-Man, Mad Jim, Wonder Woman, or Iron Spider. Correct. I I can agree with that, yeah. Okay. Um, I I think the problem, just to say it out loud, is Mad Jim is more to your team than Jokester. Like when you're talking about versatility and what he does, he already he has a single perplex, so he's only two perplexes less than Joker. Um, he has barrier, which you know it's free, so that's good. But he gives you the ability; he is more versatile than Jokester because he's giving you all these different options, right? And, so the, the reason why I think Jokester is as good as he is, and I'm I have to say this, and then I need to wrap up because I have a meeting. Yes, absolutely, me too. Um, is his ability is when an opposing character rolls re-rolls a roll or replaces a die after resolutions give that character an action token if you can't deal them one pen that is very good i i've never liked that so it's it's one of those situations where he is going to slow down um opposing teams that are using prob a lot and especially with csa being a thing now too if a character uses prob it gets two action tokens or it gets a token in it it gets Delta Pen, all very good stuff. But that's the end of our show, guys. We're gonna have to that wrap is, up here. Absolutely. Uh, this is Scott uh, Scott Lucas and as reminding you, if you're not playing competitively, you might as well be playing with yourself. Good night. Good night. Good night.